It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. incredibly grateful for who you get to do it with your brothers the people around you the people that you've sacrificed for and with to get to the point where you've got an opportunity to have some success so a grateful heart to me is a heart that's open to learning to receiving and more importantly open to giving to the cause or to individuals around them and to be in a sense other centered and not focused on them, but focused on making everyone around them better at what they're doing. Today's episode is from the Louisiana Football Coaches Association Clinic this past March. In this one, Mike Denbrock, the offensive coordinator at LSU, shares their theme for the year, which he calls getting gritty. And in that, he talks about the different things that they want to see out of their offensive unit, what's going to bring them together, and what's going to bring them success on the field. And coaches really thought this through to lay the foundation of what they're going to do at LSU. I think there's a lot here to take away from and understand how he put together his theme and what he's looking to get out of his players. You can get this entire talk in which he goes into tight end RPOs at CoachTube. The link will be in the show notes. So enjoy this one with Coach Denbrock. It's obviously an honor to be speaking with you guys. It's an honor to be coaching in a state that has such a love for the game of football and also high school coaches that do such a great job. And and I've been fans of the coaches of Louisiana for a long time. I haven't got an opportunity to coach down this way before joining Coach Kelly here at LSU, but from afar, I've always been a fan and, and had a player or two along the way that I've crossed paths with and just people that love football, love to compete. Love to put themselves in the in the middle of the fray, if you will, and and just play the great game of football that we all enjoy coaching and and all enjoy being a part of. So it's an honor to be here. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully, you know, we'll talk a little bit about something that that maybe you guys can use in your program a little bit, and, and give you some ideas. Maybe you can kick it around a little bit and, and find a better way to do it than we're doing it. And and uh, if you do, please send me some clips of it so I can add it to what we're doing around here. As we all know, there's probably no original ideas left in football, or not many anyway. We're all kind of using one another's ideas, and we're open to suggestions, and that's certainly true of myself. And as always been, I'm, I'm blessed here at LSU, surrounded by an incredible group of coaches on the offensive side of the ball, some of which you know, obviously, and some have recruited your players before uh, many times, and have been in and out of your schools and and you've had a chance to interact with them and 
I, I really feel like probably excluding myself, but <laughs> those guys are an all-star cast of, of, of guys. And more importantly than anything else, I think an all-star people. That translates to how they coach the game and how they interact with our players day in and day out. And it, it's been a joy. I, had, I really didn't know anybody on the staff here that well before getting hired, but it's remarkable how coaches find one another and the relationships that are quickly built when you've all got a common goal and you've all got an idea of a clear picture of what it's supposed to look like and you're willing to kind of dig your, get your hands as dirty as they need to get to kind of work at it and get better at what you do. So just excited to be here and happy to share some things with you. We want to do this with kids from the state of Louisiana. We, we want to get LSU back to its rightful place, making sure that we take care of what's around us first. And that's very important to us. And it's very important to us and our and everybody on our staff that we build the type of relationships and build the, the level of trust with you guys in particular, where you feel comfortable sending your guys here and, and that this is a destination spot where, you know, they want to be, they want to represent their home state. They want to help LSU win another national championship and be part of something special. And uh, we're in the process of going through spring ball and kind of reteaching the way that we like things to be done, if you will, and helping these guys kind of understand what our philosophies are, how we feel about putting them in position to be successful and things that we're working on every day, just kind of like you guys do. I mean, you guys are working every day to try to build the culture of your program. I know that's kind of a buzzword in today's football, but it's really what's at the heart of what you're doing and how you're doing it. And we're working on that every single day. It's not going to be a finished product when we get done with spring football by any means. It's going to be something that we've got to dig into over the course of the summer and something that needs your attention every day. It's the same way we feel about recruiting. I mean, you, you've got to, if you're not recruiting every day, you're falling behind. And if you're not working on the trust, love, and respect being built in the locker rooms and the programs that we're all responsible for, we're falling behind in that piece of it as well, in my opinion. And that's something that we're spending a lot of time on in the spring, much more so that that kind of information to our players and expectations and what's the standard and playing to the standard and understanding what the standard looks like, looking like, you know, when they do it right, what it looks like when they when they're not doing it right, what it looks like and and trying to teach and instill what it's going to take for us to, to play, obviously, in a very competitive league and have the type of success that we've all grown accustomed to LSU having. So let me tell you just a little bit about my background. This is my third time with Coach Kelly. I was with him years and years ago at a Division II school in Michigan called Grand Valley, where both of us kind of got our start. I ended up, after he got the head coaching job, going back and, and being both his offensive coordinator and, believe it or not, his defensive coordinator at one time in my career there. We separated, and I ended up getting back together with him again when he went to the University of Notre Dame and was with him there in different roles and was the tight end coach and then uh, the passing game coordinator and then the ultimately the offensive coordinator. We separated again and then when this opportunity came my way, couldn't wait to join his staff again and get back together because I think we've we've always shared a lot of similar ideas about, you know, what winning football looks like and how to instill that in the people that we were responsible for. For the last 5 years after I left Notre Dame, I was the offensive coordinator at the University of Cincinnati. And obviously over the course of last year in particular, when we made it to the college football playoff, building that program and having an opportunity 
to strike out on my own a little bit again and kind of develop my own ways of doing things, my own philosophies, my own ideas. That was a move that I felt like at that time in my career I had to make. It was one of the toughest decisions I ever had to make to leave Coach Kelly in, in Notre Dame and go to what at that time was a program that had kind of fallen on hard times a little bit. It was below the standard that people around the program were used to, and we were tasked with trying to build that back. And to see that to fruition and get a chance to play in the college football playoffs with a group of five team, if you will, was a great honor. And obviously we wish we were a little bit more successful, but you know, there's a lot of similarities going on with what we're building here and in the way we're going about it and in the way we did it there. And, and I think there's some common themes that run all the way through that. And you guys that have, have had the great privilege of working in programs that maybe you took from, you know, rock bottom to the very top, uh, kind of understand what I'm talking about in some of the painful at times steps that you have to go through to make that a reality. You know, one of the things that, that I've always kind of felt was important was trying to have some sort of theme that the players felt like they could rally around, that they could really sink their teeth into, that they could buy into, that also was in a lot of ways descriptive of what we wanted to look like offensively at our core, how hard we played, the characteristics of being part of a championship offense and what that looks like and the responsibilities that that forces the members of the offensive unit into identifying and also wanting to be a part of. So we came up with a theme of get gritty. And obviously the gritty, the dance is the big rage with the gritty with the two D's in, instead of the two T's. But one of the things that we've kind of tried to drive home to the guys here in the program in particular was how much grit it takes to be uncommonly successful, if you will, and what that looks like and playing with that mindset, that attitude, that, that way of play to play, um, digging in, uh, grinding on the game and the rewards that that can offer you if you're willing to sacrifice that type of effort for the people around you, you know, the guy to the, to your left and the guy to your right. If you've got grit about the way you're going about your business, you stand a much better opportunity of being successful at what endeavor you're trying to attack. So the get gritty theme was just a way of us to try to, you know, draw us closer together as an offensive unit. And, you know, I think a lot of times people think of that in terms of, you know, well, the defense, you know, they're, they're a tight knit group. They're a this, they're a that. And I think, while I think that's incredibly important on the defensive side of the ball, having been a defensive coordinator myself, I certainly understand that, but I don't think those things are any different when you're trying to build an offense and when you're trying to get players to understand what's necessary to be great at what they do. Those characteristics, whether you're on offense or defense or quite frankly playing special teams, are a big part of everything that you do. So the get gritty theme is, is something that we kind of talk to our guys about and, and something that we try to instill in our guys every day. And, and reminders, really, as much as anything, even to the point where we're watching tape with them, where, you know, you ask the question blatantly to them, are you showing grit here? Are, are, you, really, are you really giving it up? Are you sacrificing enough of yourself here to really make the, make the unit successful? So the get gritty theme is something that we've kind of carried with us. And, and what I did with the theme in particular was try to break it down for them. You know, get gritty can mean obviously so many different things, but what it meant to us in, in particular was, you know, resolve and absolute conviction. 
in who we are, how we live our lives, and what we want to achieve. And and let me just touch on the first part of that real quick. You know, resolve and absolute conviction. What that speaks to to me when when I when I read that phrase as much as anything is a person who's got their mind made up. One of the things that when you're coming into a situation where maybe the program that you're inheriting or the program that you're a part of maybe hasn't had as much success as everybody had hoped for and worked for, what is it about that situation that has caused it to not be as successful as it needed to be? Is it because there's part of the team is one foot in, one foot out? They haven't made their mind up of the commitment level they're willing to give. You know, what does that look like? What is it exactly? And if you're talking about a player in particular or a coach for that matter that has resolve and absolute conviction about what they're doing, they've answered that question. And we've really asked the guys on the offensive unit in particular to really make a choice. You know, are, are you really in this with both feet? Are you really committed to where this thing's going and being a huge part of it? having success. And if you are, then you have to have resolve and absolute conviction about what you do every day, how you live your life, who you are as a person, and then ultimately what you want to achieve as an offensive unit or a football team. So breaking it down and trying to make it as plain and simple as possible for them to really understand that, you know, success and being successful is really about a choice. And it's really about the choice that you make first as an individual player. And then it's about the choice that you make as an offensive unit. And and how much of yourself are you willing to give to the cause? And if you've got resolve and absolute conviction about the cause, then you're willing to do just about anything to make it happen. With that really is, you know, and we know this as coaches and we try to, I know all of you guys do the same thing that we do every day we're trying to make sure we drive the point home that if this is truly, if championship is, is what you're wanting, if playing for championships, graduating champions is our theme here at LSU. And that encompasses obviously winning championships on the field, but also uh, graduating our players. And to do that, to achieve that, you really don't have a whole lot of choices. You know, choice is a little bit of an illusion. If you're not willing to dig in and do what's necessary, you're not going to achieve those things. And just using that more as an example of trying to, again, drive some of the points home are at a core of of really what we're building here as a program. So that's just a little bit about that. From there, I kind of took it a, a step further and just tried to talk to the guys a little bit about, let's break down the word grit a little bit. And th- th- this isn't, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could go with this, but this offensively as a unit, this is what grit means to us. The G in grit stands for grateful. And I always kind of break that down into really three different areas. First off, be incredibly grateful for the game of football. And I talked to the guys here at LSU. I mean, look what this game's done for you already. I mean, my God, you're at LSU playing football. We have to have some gratefulness in our heart about that opportunity. So be incredibly grateful about what you get to do. You get to play the greatest game ever invented. You know, be incredibly grateful for where you get to do it. These guys get to play football at LSU. They get to play football at one of the great high schools uh, that are all over the state of Louisiana. Be incredibly grateful for that. 
And then thirdly, be incredibly grateful for who you get to do it with, your brothers, the people around you, the people that you've sacrificed for and with to get to the point where you've got an opportunity to have some success. So a grateful heart to me is a heart that's open to learning, to receiving, and more importantly, open to giving to the cause or to individuals around them and to be, in a sense, other-centered and not focused on them, but focused on making everyone around them better at what they're doing. Gratefulness is a big piece for me. It's a big pet peeve of mine, especially with some of the young people that we all get to work with that may not have as much of that as we all wish they did. The R was for resiliency and being resilient. And that's some of that is next play mentality, of course. I mean, we all want to have that, achieve that, that the only play that matters is the next play. And hey, dig back in and show some grit and just go about your business a little bit better than you did it the last time. That's certainly a big piece of it. But I also think resiliency is about not focusing all the time on the negative and being able to move past things. And then on the other hand, it's also about having success and not getting caught up in that success and being mature enough and resilient enough that, yes, I can celebrate the successes that I have, but always remembering what it took to get me there, that there's people around me that made my success possible and making sure that I'm a teammate that understands that and kind of exemplifies that every day. The I was for intensity. And in the way we want to play the game, we want to be and build a tough and nasty unit at LSU. Tough and nasty, not cheap and dirty, but tough and nasty. People that finish, people that finish blocks, finish runs, finish plays, play with that type of intensity that is relentless, that wears on people, that you know, the fourth quarter looks the same as the first quarter, if not better, because we've gotten stronger as the game has gone, gone along. And then the fourth part of that, the T, was, is for together. My boss that I worked for previous to here loved the phrase, together everyone achieves more. That team orientation, that chemistry that gets developed when it's not an individual-based sport. And fo- we all know football's not that. But getting these young men to understand that sometimes is – is a little bit of a challenge and that if they would just understand that the more the team succeeds, the more they're going to succeed, you know, how much better uh, and easier would all of our jobs be. But those are some things that we're sharing with our guys every day. Those are some things that we're kind of harping on and talking about and trying to drive home as we try to kind of reset where we're at as a program, especially offensively and move forward. The Louisiana Football Coaches Association puts together a great clinic every year. It's been two in a row now that they've done virtually through CoachesClinic.com, and those individual talks are on CoachTube as well. The link to those will be in the show notes. Definitely want to check out their library and learn from the coaches that they've brought into their clinic. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski, and follow all we're doing at CoachAndCoordinator.com.